Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Causeway Street Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. Joel Pavone. Mr. Sean Ducha. Hey, this is Leon Pope, man. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For all you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Sound yeah, like talk about yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. Leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. Welcome into the Causeway Street Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Sean Dutra, today. Joel's in the building as well. What's going on? What up, what up, what up, what up? We are swayless. We are Zachless. It's just us two. Everyone's out having fun except for us. But we are here to talk about the big news that's breaking right now for your Boston Celtics. Tyler Zeller getting waved? Yes, Tyler Zeller got waved, everybody. That's what we're going to focus the show around today. Never forget Tyler Zeller. Tommy's favorite player. <laughs> Tommy's Tommy's the only one sad about Tyler Zeller being gone. Maybe his mom too. Maybe maybe his mom. But he'll 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 land. He'll land on his feet somewhere. But if you haven't heard, we're talking about another white Celtic. <laughs> the newest yes. white Celtic. It's not, it's not official yet, but Okay, but that, there. my guess is they'll be he'll he'll be, you know, showing off that new Hayward jersey uh pretty soon when you hear this podcast. But you lost hey, two white guys. We lost two, we got one. Here's Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward is now officially a Boston Celtic, unofficially, officially. We all know what's going to happen. Ready to just have that uh, uh, press conference in just a couple of days. But it's huge. Gordon Hayward signs a four-year, $128 million deal, finally. It seems like it's been talked about and predicted for years and years now. Um, Ever since we saw he didn't – it didn't seem like he was going to stay long-term with the Jazz. Gordon Hayward reunited – with Brad Stevens on your Boston Celtics. So, obviously, this goes down. This this is the biggest free agent signing Danny Ainge has ever had. Didn't think it was going to happen, though, did you? Didn't think it was going to happen. I mean, I... I, I, I did. I'm going to be honest. I I have, Sway, Sway, Sway nailed it, but I didn't think it was going to happen either. I, I thought he was going to go to Miami. Yeah, I, seriously. <laughs> I have to say, after last year, after last week's reports and meetings and, and everything you heard about the Gordon Haywood situation and missing out on Paul George. It just seemed like, are we striking out here? But, I mean, obviously today I'm in a much better mood. We have Gordon Haywood on the team. The Celtics have uh, definitely improved their their roster with that signing. 
Good way, um, good way to celebrate the fourth. Definitely, definitely. You got got fireworks. Fireworks. Are those fireworks? Finally. There we go. There On we the fourth. So you look, you look back, and and you see Al Horford signing last year, Gordon Hayward signing this year. Two years in a row. Two years we got fireworks, which is great, which is great. So let's just talk about it. initial reactions, Joel. Gordon Haywood. I keep saying Haywood. I, I I love Brandon Haywood. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> Gordon Hayward, just Hayward, Boston yeah. Celtic. Your initial reaction, and and tell me tell me about it. Like what what does this mean for the Celtics this year? And I think more importantly, years to come. Well, you bring another All Star in here, even though it was his first All Star selection this past season. But the team's heading in the right direction. Uh, I don't think Danny's done, especially after uh, the moves after the. Announcement of of uh, Hayward coming to the Celtics. I think right now, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll get into the Avery Bradley talk, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think right, that's probably where. I, think, I mean, let's let's just say it. <laughs> Gordon Hayward coming to the Celtics. We're all on board on this. Danny Hayward, finally got it right. Hayward, he yeah, got it right. With Hayward coming to the Celtics when he when the announcement was made and the way the team was constructed at that moment, it looked like okay, the Celtics could definitely match up better with uh, Cleveland. They right. haven't. They haven't passed them yet, obviously, but that Eastern Conference Finals would be more competitive with Hayward on the team. Well, I mean, with that 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 will be seen. I, yeah. I think, you know, my my biggest takeaway from this is, it seems like you know this year, this upcoming season, Hayward may not may be that huge difference maker to put us at like a you know sixty wins, definitely better than that that type of talk, right? But you lock him up long term. You now are building this core around Hayward. Horford and Thomas. Thomas, yeah. right? That's that's not bad. And then you couple it with Tatum. You couple it with Brown. The next few years for the Celtics team, you're locked in. You're feeling pretty good about this. Like, yeah, maybe maybe this year Hayward isn't going to come in and you know be an MVP candidate. Um, you know, be the best one of the best players in the. I mean, he'll be one of the best players in the East because everybody's now out west. But <laughs> I mean. Is he going to push you push you past Cleveland? Probably no, not, no, right? No. Probably not. But that's okay because no, no. this year, no, this year isn't isn't the goal. I don't think it's the next three years. You have Hayward under contract. You have Isaiah Thomas. Where you when you eventually re-sign him, you have Al Horford. You have these young guys coming up. The Celtics have put themselves in a great position to have a, a, another scorer come in, another good team player. Because if you notice. Al Horford and Gordon Hayward, their two biggest free agent signings, both team guys, yeah. right? Yeah. So works perfectly under the Brad Stevens system. So I, I they're mean, great. they're great passers. Yeah, yeah they're good, yeah. good defenders. I mean, it, they're yeah. just all around good basketball players. And you know, I don't want to understate understate this Gordon Hayward signing because you're getting a guy that was an All Star in the West. Yeah. In the West. Yeah. Which is a lot different than an All Star in the East <laughs> any year, pretty much, right? So uh, w- when we're we're talking about this, and he he had one of the best player ratings out of any player uh, all last year. I think he was fifth, only behind like Westbrook, James Harden, whoever. Right? Those. Yeah. But I mean, still, like, yeah. it, if you're talking about players in the East, top players in the East. Now that Paul George is gone, yeah. Who's the second best player in the East behind the, uh, LeBron James? And if you want to put Kyrie in that mix, John Wall's in that mix, Isaiah Thomas is in that mix, Gordon Hayward's now in that mix. Well, in terms of small forwards, it's small forwards. It's it's, yeah, it's a wrap, yeah, right? Yeah. It's a wrap. Yeah. But Gordon, hey, you got the second best small forward in the league in the Eastern Conference right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I might agree with that. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I think that's. And then you get the third best in Jason Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I mean, so coming around, Jason. I, I see. Uh, oh, just I am. I am Team Tatum. I will say that right now. I just watching him in the summer league. My, I, I, 7-Eleven, baby. I am absolutely blown away by this guy. But we will get into that later. But yes, we got bigger yes, news to yes, talk about. Yes. Okay, we're. I mean, okay, great. We signed Hayward. Do we really need to talk about that much more? Because it's great. It's awesome. It validates Danny Ainge. Yeah. I think that's the biggest piece. I think we have here. But we also have some more controversial news. Controversial. 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 <laughs> So lo- the longest tenured Celtic is now no longer in green. Yes, Avery Bradley, cap casualty, sure. Yeah, that's traded. That's a, that's a tough one. I'm 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 having a hard time swallowing that one. So Avery Bradley, if you haven't heard, and you probably have because this happened like two days ago, 
um, in the world of Twitter, you knew immediately. Um, if you didn't know what Twitter was, guys, it's this app that you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Avery Bradley gets traded to the Detroit Pistons for Marcus Morris. Oh, can't forget that second round draft pick. We, that Danny finally got rid of one of his, you know, 425 second round draft picks what's, he has. What's the bigger story here? Avery Bradley getting dealt or Danny trading away a second round draft pick? Mm, might be a tie. <laughs> might be a tie. But, I mean, this, this trade comes with, I, it, was, it was a little bit anticipated, right? We knew he had to move somebody. For those who are, who understand the cap, and we don't have our capologists with us today and Zach, but... For those who understand the cap, this move is understandable. Mm-hmm. But for those who've been watching Avery Bradley since he was a rookie, it hurts. For those that fell in love with Avery Bradley, right. such as myself, it hurts because he's a special kind of player, in my opinion. To quote Chris Mannix, he, he said that Avery Bradley, or he believes that Avery Bradley is the most underrated player in the NBA. I second that. Hmm. I second that. I mean, I second I, that. I, big loved, time. I loved watching Avery Bradley. I thought, you know, when he he came up in big games, he was a he was a, obviously a great defender. Um, showed a lot more offensive flair over the past couple of years. But shit, he was like team second leading rebounder for God's sakes. I'm I'm just I'm just gonna put this <laughs> out there. I'm just gonna float this out there. And I love Avery Bradley. Yes, Celtics will be fine without Avery Bradley. Celtics. Will be fine. I don't know, man. Without Avery were, Bradley, were, we were just discussing, you know, what adding Hayward does to the to the Celtics uh, roster, and with Avery Bradley, I felt like the Celtics could potentially win five to seven more games mm. this year than they did from last season. Right? Sure. They so led so, the East with fifty three wins. So I'm talking about like a good maybe. You know, we're pushing sixty wins. And I I get that. I get that idea, right? Yeah. But it comes down to okay, were you going to sign Avery Bradley long term? You, you maybe maybe yes and maybe no. You'd have to choose between Thomas and Bradley. But let, but let, okay, right? With Thomas, you're talking about four or five years, right? Maybe with Bradley, maybe you're talking two three years. Who who knows, right? Yeah. But obviously, you have to pick one of them, even if it's like. Bradley is two, three years. Then you lose Thomas. Yeah, I know. Right? But, but because Bradley is, a, is another team guy like we were just talking about with, with Hayward and, and Horford, mm-hmm. I feel, you know, not that I, not that I have Avery Bradley's phone number, which I did, <laughs> just text him to say, you know, bro, you know, you're going to be sorely missed here in Boston. But just, just, I feel like he would have taken a lesser deal. Uh, I don't know, man. Because you know what I mean? Like, he already took a he's lesser making, deal. He's making $8 million this year, right? Eight point whatever. And going forward, everyone just assumes, oh, it's going to be 20 plus. Maybe he takes 15. Maybe he takes 16. I mean, if he stays, you know, you have one season to see how this works. You know what I mean? Now, I, now you got to, now you got to rely on, and I know it's not all about this year, you know, 2017, yep, 18 yep, season, yep. but you have to rely more on Terry Rozier, who's on the trading block. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have been following him on Instagram, right. he's, he's, doesn't seem like he's a happy dude to be on a trading block. Jay Crowder. Yep. That's another dude that you don't know how, you know, those just those two guys alone. Marcus Smart. Their motivation, how their motivation going to be for this right. season. Well, would, Marcus Smart, someone know. else. So you're depending on two dudes, three dudes, potentially that are that have to be looking over the shoulder like, damn, am I going to be traded today? Am I going to, you know, but they, for whatever that's reason. Been, that's been the, the way for the past two years. Okay, but then, but then then you have to put more pressure on Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to develop now. Okay. Because... Obviously, they make less money. But then. if they're ready now, why not, right? So, but hopefully, they're ready. I guess. So, I, I get what your concerns are about Avery, the next, the, the uh, following season, right? Yeah. The new season. Like if you, if you ask me right now, if the Celtics don't make any more moves right now, yeah. after trading away Avery Bradley and getting Bradley Hayward, Tatum. and you know, you got rid of two big men. Uh, you know, not not the not that three almost Amir Kelly. Amir, yeah. And oh, Tyler. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Amir Tyler and 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 uh, Olenek, right? So now you're develop you're depending on Horford, which you know Horford he's 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 gonna do his thing. Mm-hmm. But now, question mark on Yabuselli, question mark on Zizek, yeah. question mark on uh, Jordan Mickey if he's still on the squad as well. I mean, you know what I mean, like it's yeah, a lot. Of, but but you do bring in Morris. You got you got you, you got younger, right? That's what I'm, that's my point. You got so, younger after going to the Eastern Conference Finals. So yeah, but I mean, think think about it though. If if you so I get the concerns about man. you know losing the big man, right? That's a whole different story. Oh, and plus Morris too. Morris is he is what he is. I'm but, not I'm not you know I'm not bashing him. Sure, but I'm not that excited at but, the same time. I mean, I, I, losing Avery Bradley is isn't gonna. It may hurt the Celtics one year, 
But I really, I really don't even think it will because you were going to have to make that decision anyways. Do you want to get seven more wins in the regular season and still lose in the Eastern Conference Finals, but then get nothing for Avery Bradley? You know what I mean? Like, I is Avery Bradley staying on the team really going to? Oh, I see what you're saying, so, but I would have, I would have preferred, I would have preferred like Crowder to get traded. No, over Bradley. see, I don't, I don't <laughs> or know. Or Smart because Crowder's Crowder's locked in, and 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 Smart's going to be a lot less expensive to resign than than Bradley. Like, so believe, I, like, believe it or not, I, I feel like Bradley's even going to be better this year than he was last year. I don't know about Crowder. I don't know about Smart. Those two, are, I think they've, they've, they've reached their ceiling or pretty damn close to it. Well, I think Smart has room to grow, and I think Crowder is what he is. But, I mean, that's a, that's, you're, getting, you're getting good minutes out of Crowder. Yeah. But here, here's my thing. Okay, first off, the Celtics will be fine without Avery Bradley. Okay? They'll be fine. <laughs> last year, Bradley only played 55 games. Okay. Celtics won Celtics were 19 and 8 okay. in games that they missed. Okay? 70% winning percentage. All right. Okay? They've also had their longest winning streak without Bradley on the floor. Okay. Okay? So that was last year without all, Hayward. All good points. Okay. Right? Without Hayward. So, Bradley, if you did not trade him, right? Which, mm-hmm. if you want to talk about the return, we can talk about the return, whatever. But if you mm-hmm. did not trade him, you would have had to re sign a guy that hasn't played a full 82 game season. Ever. Okay. Okay. That's why he would probably take less money. I, I don't think he would take less money because mm-hmm. there are teams out there that would, like you said, that see him as an underrated guy. Mm-hmm. See Kelly Olynyk get $12.5 and they're saying, oh, Jesus. you know what? about that. You know, you know, you know <laughs> what? 15 mil. You know what? Bradley, we're going to give you 20 because we're the Brooklyn Nets and we got nothing else and we want Avery Bradley on the team. Well, whatever. Some team yeah, like yeah. that, right? Yeah. So someone will overpay for Avery Bradley and it, and it can't be you. So, I mean, you're able to, you're able to, trade him now okay. as opposed to losing him for nothing because Avery Bradley on the team this year, if you're Danny Ainge, you're looking at it, he's not going to put you over the top. The, as the team's assembled, it's give or take without him. I mean, you really miss, didn't miss a beat last year when he was off the floor. Okay. For the sake of argument, okay, you have to trade Avery Bradley. All right. Mm-hmm. Why right now, though? Why not a little bit, you know, well, wait, wait for a better deal Sure, you know, sure. to come I, along? I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, I don't, I don't think Hayward's going to be like, well, if you don't get rid of Avery Bradley, yeah. I'm not going to sign this contract. I, I think one of the problems was is that that sign and trade with Utah just wasn't working out. Yeah. They need to get Hayward in, right? Avery Bradley is obviously the most tradable asset. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you had to trade him. I mean, it was sort of that. I, I think this goes back to Danny Ainge. No, everyone knows what Danny Ainge has. And everyone wants what Danny H has. Yeah. So if you're Utah, you're like, sign and trade. Yeah, send us over picks. We want Matt. We want picks. We want picks. And yeah. he's like, well, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so you get a guy, Marcus Morris, which I'm also going to sell you on Marcus Morris, too. You don't, you don't have to sell me too hard. You have to sell more on that to Zach. Zach. <laughs> see, Zach's going to be able to see the thing that sucks. I had all these stats ready for Zach. And then he's going to listen to the podcast. Come on the next time with counter stats. <laughs> And by that time, like a week, a week, time a to, week to, to, to go to, over to iron this all these out. statements. Yeah. Okay. No, but, but while, while you bring up some, some stats on, on Morris, uh, another, another thing to bring up about Avery Bradley mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Yeah, no. And he it, was huge yes. against Chicago. I agree. He was huge. I agree. He, I, think be, more so, I think more so than, than Isaiah in that series, in Chicago series. Well, I mean, not but bigger than Isaiah. Isaiah had but the series guarding, but, guarding, but he's got, he, has, he had to guard... Jimmy Butler. Sure. Jimmy Butler never went off in that series once. Even though Jimmy refused to give him any credit, that's fine. It is what it is. Yep. But, you know, he had to shut down Jimmy Butler. We don't have to worry about Jimmy Butler now. Mm. <laughs> He's out of Minnesota. <laughs> that's true. So, But I'm just saying, right, just the, you know, I know I, 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 know, I know he only played 55 games, but I think when, when, it, when it, it mattered, he came up big. Uh, I guess Washington, he was huge. Shit, against, against even Cleveland. I know they only won one game. I know, you know, I'm not stupid or... Or, or optimistic to be like, well, you know, they could have won probably two more games if, uh, you know, the rest of the team played to their standards because, sure. you know, Avery Bradley did his thing. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I, and that's what, that's what I think it is. Like, you, you have to sacrifice something. I mean, you want to you trade Marcus Smart. Now you're trading a guy who, who maybe you could re-sign next year. And you know what I mean? Like, you had to make a tough decision. And if, if people want to say, oh, because I know this is Zach's big thing, this didn't have to happen because of the cap, because of the cap yeah, this, because of the cap. cap that, right? Yeah, every year it's just a, it's just a clusterfuck every when it comes team, to the cap. Every fucking year. Every team, since the cap has gone up, has fucked the cap up. Everyone's like, oh, we got all this money to spend. I spend all this money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh, shit, well, we really want to re-sign this guy. But yeah. we, now we – so and, like, and then it's like, oh, but why don't the Celtics just pay the luxury tax? And, you know, well, they're already paying the luxury and tax. And hold on to, like, you know – Quality players like Avery Bradley. I know yeah. you're right, but I'm just saying 
for those who don't understand the cap, it's just it's just this, this complicated thing. No, the that, NBA cap sucks. Yeah, no, the it NBA does. salary cap is the worst does, fucking thing does. in the world. I because I think it. one of the reasons why, and I don't think is I don't know if Zach was planning this, but I heard that if you just cut, like he said, Demetrius Jackson and Jordan mm-hmm, Mickey. Mm-hmm. Then you have two open roster spots, yeah. which you have to pay the rookie minimum for. So you wouldn't even be saving any exactly, money. So exactly. like really doing that, you're not saving anything. Yeah, it may yeah. work in like yeah, regular you, you math. Got a, you just got a roster spot, but that, that but you still have to, you still have yeah. to pay an open roster spot. Yeah, that's true. So I mean that that's the thing is like there's, yeah. I'm sure us looking at it being like, well, why didn't they just do this? Why did they just yeah, do that? Yeah. You don't think Danny Ainge and his cap gurus or whatever he has there. <laughs> Friggin' is nerds with the the calculators with that like ro- long rolling papers sitting there. They didn't think this out. I mean, obviously, you didn't want to trade Avery Bradley because I agree. In the playoffs last year, he was money. He was tough. He did get burned by Kyrie. I will say that. Um, <laughs> I never forget that. But um, now you just have to look at it like, okay, Marcus Smart. This is the year Marcus Smart has We've to. We've been freaking saying that for like two years now. I, I'm just saying, though, he's got his chance now, right? He's a starter. He should have been the, the Celtics' sixth man without a question last season, mm. and he wasn't. I know. The Celtics, didn't, the Celtics never replaced Evan Turner. But the good pretty thing, much. But the good thing is, the good thing is, now you have year two of Jalen Brown. You have Marcus Smart in a contract year. Mm. Okay? So that's got to be that's gotta be worth something. He's still, he'll still be restricted. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, yeah. if you suck, you're going to get a small, a smaller offer, right? Look at, look at someone like Otto Porter. The, Seriously, the Wizards, the Wizards are about to match this 100 and some odd dollar deal, ridiculous, because they don't want to lose Otto Porter. So, it, and and who was it? Who was that? Brooklyn? That was Brooklyn. Brooklyn just fucking everyone's yeah, day Brooklyn's up. Just like we don't give a fuck. We need to win. Yeah. Some we need to they put got, butts in the seats. They got money to spend. They just no one wants to go play there. Yeah, but they just they just made a trade for um, Damari Carroll. Yes, they did. Which is an interesting trade and feel bad for DeMar Carroll. <laughs> He's like, oh, look, I'm like on the yeah. third best team in the East and now yeah, I'm on the worst. Yeah, team but for in the NBA. you know, going back to the cap for a second, for the For the people who aren't studying the cap, right? For those yeah, no, for for those that just read up on rumors right. and they're like, Oh, I, oh, I hope this happens. Yeah. Oh, I, I would I want this player and that's a that he would be a great fit in Brad Stevens system. You you look you look at it like oh the Celtics have definitely a lot of cap room right right because before Hayward signing the only the only player making <laughs> double figures and and the millions was Horford right that was it the next one was Avery Bradley at eight million yeah so you're like oh the Celtics got plenty of cap room right right you assume so right but every season starting from July first on some something changes and that's the NBA and you got players like you know Mozgov making seventy million. Seriously. Fucking Tristan Thompson making 90 million. It's crazy. It's crazy, but that's the cap and that's the NBA that we live in now. But the the thing that I want to talk about too um is the return we're getting for Avery Bradley. So Marcus Morris, the the other brother. The other brother <laughs> from the same mother. <laughs> the, <laughs> the twins. One that, the, one that, the one that uh people thought played in game 2 <laughs> against the Celtics. That was the best rumor. When too. uh when Markeith <laughs> went down went with the down. with an ankle injury. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they all. They, they, by the way, for those who don't know, they other than being straight up identical twins, they have identical tattoos. Tattoos, tattoos. It's fucking ridiculous. They're matching tattoos, exactly the same. So who's to say if he didn't play or not? Who knows? L- literally, you ha- would have had to take a blood test. <laughs> you would have had to take a blood test. Um, so, Mark, Can you imagine that. It's like, hey, uh, Marquee, if you step this way, please. Just uh, Marquee, or should I say Marcus? <laughs> yeah, I know. Marquee, and then Marcus keeps walking. Um, excuse me, Marquee. Oh, oh, yes, oh, yes. Yeah, that's yes, my name. That's me. Yes. <laughs> What's up? What, what do you need? <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to have you pee in this cup. <laughs> uh, right now. <laughs> um, okay, so Marcus Morris comes back though. I mean, you lose Kelly Olynyk, you lose Amir Johnson, you lose Tyler Zell or whatever. But I mean. <laughs> I had, yeah. take, I had to take him out the intro, man. Sorry, Tyler, man. Damn. You'll be missed. Tyler. <laughs> Hi, this is Tyler Zeller from the Boston Celtics. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. No. <laughs> now we just going to – now how are we going to replace Tyler Zeller in the damn intro, man? <laughs> he was so excited to record that drop like, for us, too. Causeway Street, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys do a podcast? <laughs> Should have heard the outtakes before that. Use the final product, but oh boy! Hi, this is Tyler Zeller from the Boston Celtics. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. <laughs> try, try again. Well, now we got work to do, but maybe we can get Marcus Morris. You never know. But oh, um, that's right. That's right. But I think he, you know he is, he he was a 
uh, Paul Pierce fan, he said. Mm, there we go. So we got that in common. Got that in common. There we go. Um, so Marcus Morris comes back. Did you know? So everyone wants to hate on Marcus Morris because he doesn't rebound, right? Well, I think um, you made this point uh, the day of the trade. Uh, if you're comparing Bradley to Morris, that's not what this trade was all about. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You can't I mean, do obviously that. Obviously, everyone knows the better talent left. Left. Right. Okay. This was more to create cap room for Haywood, and uh, he's making $5 million this year, $5 million next year. Yeah, so you got a, you got a so cheap player. You've you got a cheap player for two seasons and a big man that the Celtics sorely need. Yeah, and I think Marcus Morris will fit perfectly into Brad Stevens' system. I mean, Brad Stevens wanted Kelly Olenek to be more aggressive. Um, I really think that you're going to see Marcus Morris just be a better Kelly Olenek. Yeah. Like, he's... Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. Tougher. Yeah, tougher. Definitely right? Tougher. Better defender. Yeah. Uh, I think very comparable shooter shooting wise. I mean, he shot the ball very well last year. And, you know, talking to our uh, resident Suns fan, Tim Tunis, we're both Keefs. Uh, oh, both Keefs. <laughs> Keefe and Cuss <laughs> played on the same team. Um, he said that Marcus Morris was the better shooter. Um, obviously, Keefe is better rebounder, big man, down low type of player. But Steven's I mean, system, you need shooters. You need shooters, right? Yeah. And and you know what? Everyone wants to hate on those rebounding last year. You're playing next to Andre Drummond who gets every single freaking rebound. Yeah. They don't need you to play down low. Yeah. Who knows? If 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 he has to play down low, he's six nine, big body, can defend really well. Can shoot. Can shoot. I mean you, you can I, I think you can make the case that it's an upgrade this, from Kelly. I, it's, I an, it's a definite upgrade from I Kelly agree. and an upgrade from Amir Johnson, too. Because Amir Johnson was playing the four. People forget that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when, when Al moved to the five, the Celtics found success, and Amir Johnson was playing the four. So you're – and in today's NBA, too, it's positionless, bro. We've heard this over well, and Steven, over again. Steven says, Steven says there is no position. You're either a wing, a big man, or a ball handler. Yeah, that's, what that's it. it. That's it. Bang. So it's like a one – a five, and then everything in between is just, yeah, we'll put it wherever. We'll like mix it up because you can see like Jalen Brown play the two. You can see him play the four. Right. You know, Jason Tatum, same thing. Yeah. Shit, Marcus Morris could even play like the three. Yeah. So Jalen Brown will probably play. I think he'll sneak into the two because I think you're going to see a lot of that. But going back to getting off topic. Sorry. Morris. Marcus Morris, I want to bring up the stat, which I think is a really cool stat, is that Marcus Morris was the best defender against LeBron James last season. Oh. The best. LeBron James, <clears throat> let me get into my handy-dandy notebook here. Okay. LeBron James averaged 36.5 points per 100 possessions against the league last year. When Marcus uh, Marcus, Marcus Morris was guarding him. It's going to be a lot of that this season. 20.5 points per game in 100, per 100 possessions. The best in the league. Mm. The best in the league. So that tells you a little bit of something. Right, I mean that tells you definitely an upgrade over over Olenek. I mean, it's he's, an, gonna, he's gonna he's gonna play defense. You need to win in the East. You need to be able to have people that can guard, shoot. You but guard LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. You've had Crowder, now you have Morris. I'm sorry, we saw Kelly Olynyk try to do it in the playoffs, and I wanted to cry. <laughs> All right, so now you have a guy that seven can come game, in. Seven game seven, bro. He'll, he'll always have game seven. I'm talking about against LeBron James. Oh, okay, sorry. When he tried to guard LeBron James, that was the most pathetic. In game one, when he tried to guard LeBron James, that was the most pathetic thing in the entire world. Well, now I- you can put Marcus <laughs> Morris on him, who has had success. It is a big man. He can move. He, he's basically LeBron. He, he's built like LeBron James. It's not uh, as talented, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, that, that's got to be a plus, though. Oh, that's a plus. That's a plus. I mean, there's no person who was more of an advocate to get rid of Kellen Lennox than, than this guy right here. <laughs> okay, I prayed that Haywood signed just for that reason. Just because. Just for, that, that just meant that he was out of here. Yeah. You know what I mean, so. I yeah. mean, never forget game seven. You're never right. Never game seven. He had, his, he had a shining moment. Yes, he did. I'll never forget that game just because. Well, you, you, you went to the Warriors game two seasons ago, right? That was true. He was yeah. balling that balling game. Out. He actually, he does pretty well against the Warriors. He does. For some reason. He does. But now we got to play. Now he goes to Miami, which I have this really bad feeling that Miami, when, Miami said, "Got him." When Kelly Olynyk plays the Celtics, he's going to put up like thirty-five a game, dude. Miami's like that was our plan the whole time. <laughs> we just wanted Kelly. We just wanted Kelly. That's Forget it. Haywood. Forget Haywood. Just you know? watching Game Seven on repeat in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Kelly, fifty mil signed, done. Four years. Oh, oh boy. Him and him and, him, him and, him and waiters. Him and waiters. <laughs> the big two. It's just a weird freaking team down there. And then you got Whiteside too. Yeah. And then people are like, oh. Did you see Skip Bayless? <laughs> oh my God, Skip Bayless! What did Skip had to say? Said they're the second best team in the East. Miami, Miami, 
Wow. He's like, Dion Waiters is going to be one of the best players in the Eastern Conference. Now you got Kelly Olenek. It's like, Skip Bayless, no one watches your fucking show. All right? <laughs> no one watches it. Those bootleg fucking shows. FS1. FS1. Awful. Stupid. They get, they get worse ratings than us, pretty much. Hey, man, we get good ratings. I'm saying that oh. we're a podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. They're Fox's you. sports station. All right, all right, all right. I didn't see where you were going with that, with that, but okay, I get you. And fuck you, Nick Wright. I yes. I haven't heard from him in a little bit. Yeah, he's probably hibernating. Yeah. I was being a little bitch after uh, the Paul George thing didn't happen for the Celtics, but whatever. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I don't want to get on that Paul George fan, but I'm having a good day today, man. <laughs> now, one other thing I think is we need to bring up is... I almost went all you today. But I was like, you know, it's been a few days. Yeah, you I've were about down. to. You were about to. I've calmed down. I, you know, you know if, if Zach was here, you guys would have fed off each other. I understand why it happened. I just, I don't know. But you know, you know what I mean. All in all, you got a great day off season. If it ended today, if what do you give Danny ended today? I give him a, I give him a B. I give him an A minus. Give him a B. I give him an A minus. I'll do I'll do like the, what some of those teachers used to do back in the day. B slash B B slash B plus. That's what I would do. It's like just fucking call it a just, just B. B. Just B. Yeah. No. Do a B slash B plus. A B slash B plus. What is you know that? Why? Because what is it's it? Hayward. Because if, if you don't if you didn't sign Hayward. F. <laughs> F. I would. Oh, he saved his offseason. No. Let me say this. I may sound great and happy today <laughs> if I can't if we came in and talked about how we missed on Hayward. Whoa. Ooh, or if he still hasn't made a decision yet. Oh, my God. I would be sitting here. I would be sitting here losing my fucking mind. <laughs> losing my mind. They got Hayward, which is the saving grace. Yeah. Saved my summer. Also probably saved Danny Ainge's job. If you've been watching Summer League, too, so it's like, all right. Yeah. Now, and I can All our sa- eggs are going to be in the Jason Tatum basket now. That's it. But Tatum <laughs> looks so fucking good, though. Yeah. It's, you know, summer it's funny because he looks better now. Yeah. Now that Hayward is on the team. Doesn't he? I mean, I you think he like looks great you feel in Utah like, too. No, I'm saying he look, he's looking good, but you're like, I hope right. Hayward signs. See, this is so this now that he's signing, it's like it's just like a bonus. Yeah, and this is my thing about summer league. People are always like, "Wow, you don't want to get too high on people in summer league, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell when somebody's like a man amongst boys out there. Yeah, like that's the only thing I look for. I don't look for stats. Yeah, yeah. I don't look for anything. You're looking for the eye test. I'm, I, the summer league is just the eye test. Eye test and yeah. Tatum, yeah. 1,000% yeah. passes the eye test. 1,000%. Yeah. I mean, that he's fadeaway smooth. jumper, he's smooth, he's smooth, out there. smooth, and that, yeah. okay, when he pulled up and drained that three about 10 feet behind the three-point line, yeah. that's an NBA play. Yeah. That's an NBA superstar play. That was almost That's a, a Russell Westbrook type play right there. That That's was, what Russ does. That was a four point territory for those watching the Big Three. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, <laughs> anybody watching the Big Three? I tried to watch that I, shit and I, it I, fucking I'm, sucked. I'm in and out with it. I'm in and out with it. I just I was watching. It, I was like, why don't you just play the fucking full game? Yeah. Why am I watching clips <laughs> of eight games when you could have just played like? It, it doesn't make sense to me. Because it's not live. That's what it is. Well, it's stupid. It should know, be live. Because you know why? Because it's a lot of downtime. Because it's it's only, it's, it's half court. You remember half court when, when, sure. when we were kids? It's like, you know, it's a lot of pausing. Right. I mean, you still don't have <laughs> so to they're skip. Trying to get rid of, they're trying to get rid of that. You still don't have to skip eight minutes of the game. Well, they, they shorten the games. They used to be. To 40? Yeah, no, it used to be up to 60 points. Now it's down to 50. Maybe oh, it's even lower now. I don't but, even know. <laughs> I watched like the, the first, first one, one to 60 was going to be the winner. I watched but. the first one. It was all hype about Iverson. He played like one minute. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> stupid. He was he was like dying out there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he looked like he did against the Lakers in two thousand one, like the fourth quarter after two minutes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, just oh, sweating his ass off, just fucking drenched. Well, hey, I lost sucking a sucking wind out there. Hey, I lost a step. We all do. Yeah, yeah, we all do. Yeah, you know, you got you got Billups who who turned down that the the whack offer <laughs> from the from the Cavs to go play. In the big three. He's like, I'm making probably more money playing the big three than, yeah. than you guys are offering me. It's ridiculous. They're like, hey, Chauncey. Plus, he's got the ESPN gig. That too. You have yeah, to exactly. Yeah. Bri- give him yeah. money. He's like, he's like, I'm, you know, I'm on vacation. You mean you want me to be LeBron's bitch and not make money? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, dude, I love Tatum. Tatum looks great. And I was the first to say Danny fucked up by trading Fultz. <laughs> I still sort of... Wait, <sighs> wait till in case you missed it. You might, might change your mind. Okay. Well, I heard. I, I know. Uh, yeah. Fultz. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Mm. Well... The Sixer curse continues. I know. For <laughs> real. For real. But what is your... That, I mean, and then we'll get into in case you missed it, I guess. Watching the Celtics in the Summer League, I mean, obviously, the bright, bright spot again, right? Tatum. 
Jason Tatum just looks like a stud. 7-11, baby. Literally looks like a stud. Dalen Brown looks pretty good as well. I think that first game he was out there, he just was like, God, this is fucking too easy. Yeah, right? I mean, he, he shouldn't be out there. I think he's like, well. But he looked like shit against the Lakers, I'll say that. He did, but I feel like the, the whole purpose of this is to stay, like, ready. Yeah, stay That's ready. That's his whole thing. He's yeah. Like, he's like, you know, and I think it built that he chemistry. Wants show, yeah, he wants, to show, he wants to show Stevens and, and Ainge, like, you know, Whatever direction you guys are going in, I want to be here. a part of it. Right. I'm down. He said it right after they lost against Cleveland. Like, I'm already signed up for Summer League. Yep. Put me on the list. Yep. And the rest, I think he's just trying to, like, work work with Tatum. Because he imagined those two coming off the bench. like Seriously. Like, every game. Seriously. That's the first two guys off the bench. Will be Tatum. Will be Tatum and, and, fucking, and, and Brown. Brown. I mean, if and if you can if you can – if they can play well together, like they'll be like one one six man. That that could be <laughs> that could be the core moving forward for real. Do you remember you remember uh, Evan Turner's first year or probably his second year when mm-hmm. th- that was automatic every 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 game was Marcus Smart and Turner off the bench. Right, those two just came in and just like they did their thing. Now imagine Jason Tatum and, and, and Jalen Brown who are athletic as fuck. Yes. This athleticism yeah. is through the roof. Right, and one just place, running, just running like like gazelles out there, going. just waiting, waiting to get the ball and feed off each other. And if and if Jalen Brown develops that that shot yep. better than he, better than he already is right now, it's pick your poison. Just think about that, man. Like you got those two guys who seem. I mean, obviously, I haven't seen Tatum on the NBA floor yet, so let's. I don't need to pump the brakes. He's gonna be. <laughs> he's gonna come in. Just I, tap the brakes. I think he's gonna come in. <laughs> realistic expectations for Tatum year one. Thirteen points per game. You think? I think he's a legit rookie of the year candidate right now. Oh yeah, especially if Fultz can't yeah. start the year. Oh, you can't forget your boy uh, Ball. No, I can. I already triple, forgot about him. A triple double, man. <laughs> Yo, last night. <laughs> la- remember how? Remember how? Remember how we just said you don't look at the stat sheet <laughs> in summer league because it doesn't fucking matter. Because if you guys remember, who was the dude that lit it up for the Celtics? <sighs> oh, in summer league. In couple, summer league, a couple of years, years ago. ago, didn't even like make the team. Like it was. <laughs> It doesn't matter what you do in the summer league, bro. Yeah, the stats. It doesn't matter with the stats. And Lonzo Ball, last night I was I was just bored. So I was just I just uh, Lavar Lavar said that Magic is Magic's gonna pass the torch to, to Lonzo. I the Magic has said that, but yeah. I just Twitter searched Lonzo Ball and I was just shitting on Laker fans who were getting all excited about the triple double. I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Get the fuck out of here. He got a he got a couple of responses from a couple check marks too, man, go. which is pretty yeah. pretty good. So, Checked this morning and I was like, oh man. <laughs> You know what those guys drunken are, escapades. Those guys are probably like you know, Vincent kind of guys, right? You remember Vincent, right? I don't even know what these guys were. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> that little check marks. They were you know probably like these uh, these yeah. riders that are high on, uh, on 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 ball right now. Well, I mean, his first game was great. Oh, wasn't <laughs> his it? first game was stellar, fantastic. Five points. Yep. I mean, you don't want to look at the stat sheet there, no, right? You don't. But you do want to look at the game when he had 11, 11, 11. 11, 11, 11, yeah. which is like the most pathetic triple-double I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> in the summer league. You want to talk about a, a triple-double in the summer league and the dude scores 11 points? Like, Rajon Rondo's looking at that triple-double and like... Pfft. He's like, I did that in like the first quarter against the Heat back yeah. in like 2012, bro. Yeah. his. <laughs> I, I really do think Lonzo Ball's ceiling is like um, half of what Rajon Rondo was. Mm. Like, Rajon Rondo on the Kings... Is 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 no on the Mavericks? There you go. On the Mavericks. That's better. That's better. On the Mavericks. Because on the Kings, he led the, he led the league in assists. Right, okay, right. Right. I see what you're saying. So he, yeah, he'll probably pass the ball. He'll probably. I mean, he, he can pass. I'll give him that. But yeah. like, listen, that jump shot when you're shooting, when your release point is at your waist, <laughs> that's getting blocked every single time. You think you still think he's going to be a bust in the league? Yes, I do. Right, cool. I really do because the pass first point guard is. 1995 NBA. Mm. Who has the Who has the better season, Ball in LA or D'Angelo in Brooklyn? D'Angelo in Brooklyn, like by like by a lot or not that much. I mean, I don't really like D'Angelo Russell either. Uh, I called him being a bust, especially if you're leaving your phone around. Yeah, <laughs> I called him being a bust when he came out the, when he came in the league, which I think is a number two pick. If you've already got traded for Brook Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're a bust. <laughs> as a number two pick, that that qualifies you as a bust, and you get shipped off to Brooklyn, where they're like, "We're so excited to have this guy around because we need somebody who wants to shoot the ball, and that's all you fucking do." D'Angelo, people who get excited about D'Angelo Russell going to Brooklyn really shows you how bad it is in Brooklyn. It's pretty bad in Brooklyn. It's bad, and now they're like, "Think of this backcourt between D'Angelo Russell and Damari Carroll." 
I just feel like with the Lakers, it's been it's been a rough few few seasons. But every player that they've drafted is like, this is the next guy, right? This is it. This is it. Let's you know, build after, the team around you know, him. After the Kobe era is done, this is going to be the next guy. And it's like it was Russell, it was Ingram, yeah. and now it's Ball. Now it's Ball. It's like they're like I don't know. I just I just feel like they're just you know for the Laker fans, I I get it mm-hmm. because. You know the Celtics went through it for a you know yeah. long period of time during right. the '90s. So Trust me, yeah. you know they're finally they're finally like seeing it. They're seeing it. They're feeling they're finally, it. Now. They're feeling it big time. Yeah, and you know and you gotta love it if you're a Celtics fan. And it's just like, <laughs> hey, Paul George is definitely gonna come here. Yeah. It's gonna happen, yeah. oh, guys. LeBron's coming too. Oh, we're gonna get them all. Yeah, you know what? Even Russell Westbrook is coming over here. too. You know what? Here. Let's get them all, and then yeah. Lonzo Ball will just yeah. pass to everybody. Yeah, and then at the same time, they're like, but every guy we we draft, that's gonna be the star. And they suck. Yeah. Ingram may be good this year. Maybe. Probably not, though. Not with Brooke Lopez. If he He's too healthy. fragile. Yeah, Brooke Lopez, is, they, they have the most intrigue-plagued <laughs> team. They got Lopez. All their front, guy, all their front court guys. <laughs> Seriously. And they still got Dang, remember that? <laughs> Dang. Luol Dang, bro. That's bad. He was the next Paul Pierce, bro, when he was in Chicago. Oh, yes. Remember that? He's like, he's like, he, 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 he was good in Chicago. He modeled though. his game after Paul Pierce. He was good in Chicago. He was. They almost traded Paul Pierce for Luol Dang. Do you remember that? Unfortunately, uh, I, I do. <laughs> Talk about a fuck up. Fortunately, did. Danny Ainge did that. <laughs> but um, so here, here's my one fear with that whole D'Angelo Russell trade mm-hmm. and Damari Carroll. That the, the, the Nets will win more in the game than they did last season? It's that the East fucking sucks. Yeah, that too. And I mean, could, I, mean it, I mean, if Miami's the second best team in the East, <laughs> I mean, I mean, let, where's Brooklyn at? Realistically, let's think about it. Indiana sucks now, yeah. right? They're out of they're out of the playoff picture. You have you have four teams. You well, have, Toronto, they're pretty much the same team. Toronto, it's Toronto. Yeah, I think you have four teams. You have Cleveland, you have Celtics, you have Toronto, and you have Washington. Those what are the four good teams in the NBA. What about Miami? Miami, you can put them in five. Whatever. They suck. They're not going to be good. But they'll probably make the playoffs, right? I don't think they're better than Milwaukee. Charlotte will be in there. Yeah. Milwaukee will be in there, yeah. right? But then every the Atlanta, I forgot about Charlotte. Atlanta loses Millsap. They have nobody and, now. And Howard. And Howard. They just have Schroeder. All they have, all they have is Schroeder. Schroeder. And they lost Tim Hardaway. That's he went right. to the Knicks. That's right. Yeah, they won't match. They're not going to match that that ridiculous <laughs> Knicks offer, seventy one million dollars after half a season of like good production. Yo, the funniest thing is the funniest thing is everyone in New York was like, "Thank God Phil is gone. No more stupid moves." Reports. <laughs> first thing out. Reports. And the uh, first deal slash offer since you know Phil has left in the post Phil era is they will Tim bring Hardaway. back Tim Hardaway Jr. Who they probably shouldn't have traded to begin with. Who did they trade him for? <laughs> they traded him for fucking like picks and shit. Uh, they just wanted to get rid of him. I forget. I forget what the hell the. Oh, that was, was. when they were try- probably trying to tr- to make their super team last year. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was actually like, yeah, he was supposed to be part of their future. When, yeah. when he's not, he a, he's not a bad him. player. He's but not he's a bad player. Definitely not. I, mean, I don't know if he's worth seventy one million. Mm, definitely not. Definitely not. Right now, but the Hawks they made some crazy deals. Yeah, you know Joe Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not, they're not Dwight afraid Howard. Of I don't know. How, I'm, I'm surprised they were able to get rid of Dwight Howard as quickly as they did. Seriously, that was pretty good. That was, I mean, and, and Charlotte's like, yeah, we'll take Dwight. Yeah, why not? Why the fuck not? You know, I mean, him. they're they're a lock to be the fifth seed, sixth seed, seventh seed, the next four years. Dwight's got like two years left. Yeah, he's gonna sign a three year deal. Yeah, and then he's done. Yeah, he's, he's probably done. he's probably done, 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 done. Like Andrew Bynum, done. <laughs> unless, my, unless he gets that, that, that Ike Turner haircut My friend goes to me the other day Whatever happened to Andrew Bynum? And I was like It's a good question dude <laughs> yeah, got What traded, the fuck happened got to traded him? traded to Philly and Then just you know, never played that, again It was that season after They uh, they took the Celtics to seven games Yeah In the second round Yes Right they got They knocked out the Bulls mm-hmm. Because they uh, uh, Derrick Rose That was the beginning of Derek, The beginning of the end For Derrick Rose No Bynum was on both LA, LA championship team No I know I know But then that off season Yeah the Lakers did that three-team trade mm-hmm. that it was uh, between Orlando, Philly. Howard went to the Lakers. Uh, yeah. Bynum went to the Sixers. Yeah. And I don't know if what Orlando got. Orlando damaged got, goods. Orlando got a bunch of. Bynum was just damaged goods at that yeah. point. He just he just yeah. never played again. Yeah, the Lakers knew. They're like, yeah, they were done with this dude. Yeah, it's crazy. He was supposed and, to be the next big. And he injured. Next, he, next Shaq. He, yeah, he like injured himself. He tore something bowling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking Bynum. Out for that season. Uh, they waved him. Cleveland yeah. picked him up. Oh yes, when Cleveland still sucked. Yep, they picked him. They picked him up. They picked up. Uh, well, they traded for uh, Baron Davis. <laughs> that was like that was. I think that was Kyrie's rookie year. It was, it was weird. A bunch of stuff. Yeah, 
Well. As the world turns in the NBA. Yeah. Andrew Bynum still playing? Andrew Bynum. I don't know. I'm surprised. Anywhere? Not part, I'm not part. Of, I'm, I'm surprised he's not part of this big three. I sort of joked around and I said, I don't know if he's even alive anymore. But seriously, yeah, he's still alive. Still I can't. Alive. I can't be convinced. <laughs> I can't be convinced until I see a he's picture. Still alive. He's somewhere, but he's still alive. <laughs> All right, Joel. <laughs> what did we miss? Well, Andrew Bynum is still alive now. <laughs> Good thing you brought him up now. In case you missed it. In case you missed it, we discussed briefly about the Pacers. And how bad they're going to be this this season, but um, Pacers GM Kevin Pritchard is calling out the Celtics after mm. they traded Paul George to OKC last week. According to Pritchard, Ainge lied, and there's only about five percent truth of what was reported when it came to certain deals coming back from the Celtics. Obviously, he wouldn't clarify which ones, only saying that he was frustrated when it came to rumors coming out of Boston. Also, when it came to uh, last February's trade deadline, the Pacers GM said that they did have sub- substantial offers from. Multiple teams, including the Celtics, but they weren't going to move George because they felt like they were in a playoff push. So that's that. Yeah. I mean, um, I told you those rumors were bullshit. <laughs> uh, also, it's just weird. Like, but he wouldn't say which ones. That's what pisses me off. Like, no, say like say which ones, bro. Here's the if thing, you, if, though. If you're going to call somebody out, it's like that's like me saying, like, oh, you know what? Zach's full of shit. Oh, but why is Zach full of shit? Just because. Right. You know what I mean? Like, say, like, you know, why? If you're going to go that route. But, right? like, here's the thing. Like, you could have yeah. just said, like, the, the politically correct answer. Just say, like, you know what? We had many offers and yeah. we decided to go another route. Right. That's it. But, no, I, I think it comes back to Danny. I think it's Danny's fault to begin with. Why do you need a leak to the media to make yourself look good? Which then, I don't know if it was Danny, though. It definitely was Danny. I feel like it was somebody like, in the Celtics camp that yeah, said no, we need like, to make Danny look good here. I feel like these are the same people who leak out, you know, oh, remember a few years ago, oh, Rondo threw a fucking bottle at the TV or whatever. Yeah, those but, are those are people that leak shit out. Which like that. sometimes it's Danny through back channels. I mean, right. my guess is that Danny realized. Like we all know shit, Danny. Danny. If I don't get Hayward and I missed out on George, I'm gonna I'm gonna get mur- you know murdered in the media. Right? Yeah. I'm gonna be the Enemy number one. So he leaked out, oh, we offered all this stuff. We offered all this stuff, which yeah. makes, oh, sure, Danny, makes you look good. But guess what? Now you want to try to t- trade with Indiana at any point in the next 10 years? They're going to be like, fuck you. No, get the fuck out of here. You just ruined a relationship. Well. Stupid. How? But how, what, is, what does Indiana have now? That... Miles, Miles Turner. <laughs> okay. I like Miles. Maybe Miles. I don't know. But I feel. Who knows, though? Who no, but knows? I feel like I feel like with the, with the Pacers, they just didn't want to wait those couple days. You know what I mean? I, I I don't. I'm still baffled by the whole thing. I mean, we have to we 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 have to assume heard, we have to assume that Danny at least would consider something like uh, whatever deal was on the table for uh, Paul George would consider that at least after talking to Hayward, right? Maybe but, not. Maybe not getting the uh, the the okay that he's nah, coming, but like at least like, but, okay, this will make it even even more attractive for Hayward to say yes, I'm going to sell this right, trade for Paul but, George. But I think that's probably why he didn't put all his assets on the table at that point. Well, My I guess think, is I he think, was probably I do, I do lowballing Indiana. I do believe no, the trade deadline rumor. I don't. I, I feel don't. like I feel like I do know because he he said like we weren't going to move him regardless. Right. Remember all these all these rumors around the trade deadline for Paul George was because they felt like Paul George was not happy in Indiana. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you know you saw during the playoffs that he was like I'm doing everything I'm doing I'm I can do like if my team sucks. Yeah. I mean I I just feel but like, I still want to be here though. That's what he's right. <laughs> and, and if you know Paul George doesn't didn't if they didn't want to deal Paul George and they didn't want to deal Paul George. But the fact is is that yeah. they did. And they dealt him for nothing, which makes Indiana look like idiots. And then That's Danny true. Ainge saying he offered other stuff, all, all these other things, makes Indiana even look like a bigger idiot. Yeah, and that's, so what just saying, that's what he's doing. He's just defending himself. Right. right. I'm, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know about if that's a smart move by Danny, but we'll see what happens. All right. In case you missed it, um, we talked about Avery Bradley being dealt to Detroit, but apparently there was a trade offer from the Clippers. Four one out for Avery. Four one out for Avery. Mm. <laughs> there was a trade offer from the Clippers for Lou Williams on the table. That's way worse. Williams has one year left on the seven million dollar <laughs> deal, and the Celtics would probably have to have thrown you know another contract, probably like Jordan Mickey or like Rozier. How much? How much is he getting paid to clear up space for you know the Hayward deal? Um, he's getting paid seven yeah. this year, and he's only has one. This is his last season. That's so. If if any if I hear anybody say they would rather do that trade, they're <laughs> stupid. Lou Williams. Well, that was my next question, but yeah, Lou Williams. <laughs> what the? Why? Why do I want Lou Williams? He's he's well, worse. He's Isaiah Thomas worse. He. He did average 18 points last season between okay. Houston and, and, and Lakers. And sure. he did shoot, you know, a high clip 
behind the arc. All right. I mean, Blue <laughs> Williams, though. I'm not saying I would do the deal. Yeah, I'm just, right. you know. I mean, something th- to, no. Something to consider, you don't need another guard. <laughs> well, actually. Jalen Brown can play the two. Jalen Brown can play the two. Okay. Then you got Terry. I like Terry. I'm a big fan of Terry Rozier. But what if, uh, well, this kind of goes into my next engagement. But what if. Terry you know, Rozier's got balls. But what if what if Jamal Crawford was was available? I would have loved Jamal Crawford. That's what I'm saying. Because like, you would have got him on the vet men. Yeah, but you, what if you? But now because you know he he got he got waived. But before that, what if you could come up with a deal? You trade for him? Nah, I wouldn't done it. Okay, I don't want to trade assets for him. But if he if you can sign him as a free agent, yeah, but it would it would probably include Avery Bradley and a combination of Avery no, Bradley, no. a second round pick. Nope. That you know, I would hated it. I would hated it. Really? I would hated it. For Avery Bradley, even though you you just no. said that you wouldn't be able to resign him next season, right? I, that's why I like the Morris deal because you get it fills a need. You don't want to just try to replace Avery Bradley in a trade because you're not going to be able to. So I I'd rather put that put Avery Bradley. You have assets in the in the backcourt. Get a get a get a guy that's going to help your team, which I think Marcus Morris helps the team more than Crawford or um, Lou Williams. Lou fucking Williams. <laughs> well, in case you missed it, Jamal Crawford has agreed. To sign with the up and coming Timberwolves. Timberwolves look pretty damn good. Signed a two year, $8.9 million deal. The former sixth man of the year was waived by the Hawks a few days ago after being traded by the Clippers in a three team deal that involved the Nuggets. And Danilo Gallinari was hoping actually that the Ainge would try to make a play for him after he got waived. Gallinari's on the Clippers? Yeah, Gallinari's on the Clippers. Hmm. Mm hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I was hoping that, uh, you know. Danny would look at. I didn't at want Crawford no. I didn't want no Dan O'Gallinari. No, no, not that. No, oh, I'm talking about Crawford. Crawford yeah. No, I would have. So, yeah, yeah. so this is the thing. This is what I was saying. Is that I, mean, I would have loved to that sign been a perfect mid level. Yeah, you, exception deal exactly. right there. Exactly. Yeah. I would have taken him in an, him in a heartbeat. Yeah, but and he, he would have accepted that because he's still getting paid his. I think like he got like 28 million left on on his prior deal before he got waived. Mm-hmm. Uh, in case you missed it, another number one pick goes down for. The Sixers. Another injury. Mm, my Joy boy. Young guy, Markel Fultz, has rolled, he rolled his ankle in the 95-93 win against the Warriors on Saturday night. Was helped off the court and did not return after only 15 minutes of action. The injury is being called a high ankle sprain. And he will miss the rest of Summer League, according to team officials. Hopefully, it's nothing more serious than that when it comes to your boy, Dutra. What do my you think? boy. My boy. I mean... It's not a good look. See, if he was drafted on the Celtics, it never would have happened. You got cursed, man. He got cursed. <laughs> it's the, the Sixers curse. I'm telling you, man. Seriously. Uh, well, you know, think about you know, it. You know, the first person to tweet out, you know, reaction from from him uh, injuring his, his ankle was Joel Embiid. Oh. He's like, no. He knows all about it. No, no, no. He knows all about this it. This can't be happening, but whatever. He, hopefully, he'll be all right. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, mean, I Sixers, guess the Sixers. We were talking about you know playoff teams. The Sixers could, could you know if they're healthy. The Sixers will be in the playoffs. They could, they the could, Sixers they could will be in, the in there. You know, seven they've seen. No, they'll be they'll be up there too. I sort of forgot about Milwaukee too. Milwaukee's yeah, up there too. Milwaukee, Milwaukee's probably like fifth. Yeah, but I'm. I mean, Brooklyn. I don't Brooklyn, think Brooklyn's going to make the playoffs, but they no, will be better than they were last they're year. Pro- they're not going to be the worst team in the league. Yeah, that is definitely going to Chicago Bulls. Okay, definitely. Dwayne Wade's not going to play there. The Bulls or the Kings. The Kings, the Kings, like are built for the for like the to like a forty win team. Really, George Hill, Zach oh. Randolph. They oh, s- they got Zach. They got Zebo. Yeah, Shit, they've they've made Zeebo. the weirdest signings. Like yeah, these guys that up, just they picked, up, they picked up Carter too, right? Vince yeah, Carter. Vince Carter. They're just like a bunch of veterans that'll just like so be that like, be gonna, that. We're just gonna ball out. Just that's like a, a pain in the ass to like good teams. You know what yeah, I, mean? I mean? I forgot about the, I forgot about that. Like they'll they'll be they'll be like the tenth best team in the West, maybe eleventh. <laughs> but definitely a better record than like five teams in the East. That's what I'll put it as. All right. So they'll, they'll hit, they'll have their 35, 40 wins. Okay. Which would be the most in like 10 years for them. 35 wins, 40 wins. Not that's, that's not, that's not joke. 35, 35. Okay. Still, still, still pretty good for them. Still. Uh, in case you missed it, Chris Bosch, who was waived by the heat last week, wrote an open letter to his fans and the city of Miami, after seven years, the big man's future is still unknown after suffering blood clots during the All-Star break in 2015. And again, last season, uh, he will be paid the remaining $52 million left he, he retired? from his deal. But no, no, not yet. He's just a free agent. He's, mm. So that money will go. It won't go against the, uh, the, the Heat salary cap, which is the main reason why they made sure he got waived. Even though they, they couldn't waive him last season, but they didn't do that. But I digress. 
Uh, Miami says they will retire his number sometime soon. If healthy, should the C's take a chance on him? Oh, you know, just like, you know, bring him in for like a workout or some shit. What do you think? Um, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, uh, I, don't know. I mean, just to like, you know, work out. I'm not saying like, you know, definitely sign him. Like, I mean, see where, say where he's at, you know, even though he hasn't played basketball. So like if a he year wants, if he does want to make a comeback, 100% I'm in. 100% I'm in. Because he hasn't said he's going to retire. He just, he sure. just waves. Okay. He's, just, he's a free agent technically. Um, yeah. No. I okay. Mean, I think the Heat, the Heat 1, pretty much. 1,000%. Yeah, the Heat pretty much like, you know, they blackballed him last season. They could have waved him last could season. Could you imagine if we get yeah. Chris Bosh? <laughs> and just weird, say right? rebound? Just rebound. Hmm. Rebound. That's it. I was just, you know what's funny? I was literally just on my phone. Yeah. He's a career, for, for his career, he's averaging 19.5 points a game mm-hmm. and 8.5 rebounds. So yeah, but you don't think he's going to Cleveland though? I think he's worth. Oh shit! I hope not. I I think you're going to see Wade. I don't know. They can't fit I, him on there. I mean they they don't have they don't have an exception either. They yeah. probably already used it. Yeah. So. I mean they just signed Jeff Green and they signed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they used their mid level on him. You know? Oh, the, oh, the mini mini mid level. The mini mini. Yeah, the mini mini like yeah. the two point three shit. Jeff Green. What happened just, to him? They just signed Jeff Green. They brought in Calderon. Mm-hmm. I don't know who else they could. They can't, would, they can't do anything unless it's like via trade. So I had a. I I would I would love Chris Bosh on the Celtics. On this on this Celtics, yeah. I mean, you're looking for a little more firepower. Exactly. My guess though, you shoot the three. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Now here's my question: Is Chris Bosh a Hall of Famer? Hmm. I had a. I w- I was going at it with some people on Twitter about this, and I didn't think when I heard Chris Bosh being a Hall of Famer, I was like, well, I don't think so. Yeah. But then when you look at his stats, it's 13-time All-Star. 13-time All-Star. Won three time championships. Yeah. No, two. Sorry, I don't know why I said three. Two. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I think he gets in. I don't think he's a first ballot. I think he gets in. I just think there's too much competition. Yeah, I don't think he gets there's in. too many better players than him in the NBA now. Like, if he were to retire right now. Right now. Right now. I don't think he gets in the first ballot. Hmm. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Well, who else retired this year, though? He may. Well, then there's still there's still other players that keep getting on the ballot every year. That That's true. Are, that, 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 you know, could be their time before he, he gets on there. We shall see yeah. when it comes up. But it's something to think about because I immediately said, I think he's a borderline. <laughs> I think he's a borderline first ballot Hall of Famer. I think he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But I guess he's we a, have he's to say a borderline that. first ballot Hall of Famer. Well, he, he is the best ostrich ever to play in the NBA. Like if, <laughs> I will give him that. I was waiting for that. I'll give no, him but that. if he continues his career and he's still like at an all-star level, then yeah, he's definitely first ballot. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe he does that on the Celtics. Yeah. Also, too, speaking about, uh, I don't know if you have this in the mid-level exception. Go ahead. Talk. My boy, JaVale McGee. Yeah, I heard his name. Oh, his name has been floated. His name, his name has been floated around. He's definitely not going back to the Warriors. Oh, come on. Um, I would be the happiest remember, dude in the world. Remember a couple of seasons ago when he was uh, he was waived yes. by one of the yep. many teams that he was on. And the Celtics had signed him, but then they didn't sign him. Yeah. That was weird. Yes. And everyone's excited. I was excited. You know, so. I love myself some JaVale. But you know, but after two or three years of Shaq to the Fool <laughs> highlights, great. it'd be great. We would talk about Javale all the time, saying, man. Saying, but after like after you know two three seasons of that, you're like, mm. yeah. But I don't no, know. he's got a one year. I thought shelf he was pretty life. solid for the Warriors. I thought so. And uh, let's 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 call it as it is. It's now World Champion Javale McGee. Yeah, that's true. World Champion. He'd be the only. Let's get it right. He'd be the only player on the team with a fucking ring. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be the only player on the team with the most playoff experience. Think about that for a well, second. Well, no, Al Horford. Well, he's gone to the finals. Al Horford's never been in the finals. Oh, okay. Finals experience. Finals experience. Sure. Yeah. yeah. He's the, the, the only player with, Unless we get Chris with Bosch. The, the deepest. Unless we get, Chris, get Bosch. Chris Bosch. There you go. If you bring in Chris Bosch and JaVale McGee. Well, you won't bring in both. Probably only one. Well, if you talk about mid-level. I mean, Chris Bosch is still signed for the minimum. The minimum, the vet minimum, minimum. I would love to. I would love to sign Chris Bosh. Now I didn't even know Chris it was Bosch a possibility. Still, he's still getting paid. I mean, is he going to die though? No, I, I hope not. Knock on wood. You know, I don't think you could. I don't think the Celtics could deal with another collapsed guy on the court. They probably have to stay away. The, he just didn't want to take that risk because it happened yeah. twice. But they just. I think just didn't want to be on on tap to pay that fifty two million off their cap. That's what I think. Right. That's so they were like, right. yeah, we're we're done with you, but right. we love you. Right. That type of thing. <laughs> We're still retiring your number, but we love you. You got to go. Sorry. It's like when you're breaking up with a girl. <laughs> you know I got love for you. But just get you the fuck out. You know I got out. love you, but you got to get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. 
And in case you missed it, if cherish you thought, the memories. I know, seriously. <laughs> if you thought Steph Curry's $201 year Supermax deal was insane, the Houston Rockets said, we topped that with James Harden, who had just received a Supermax extension of $228 million for four years. Boom shakalaka. Damn. I second that. The MVP candidate <laughs> will be signed through the 2022-23 season, according to league sources, and it's the richest contract extension in NBA history. The deal doesn't go into effect until the start of the 2019-20 season. Well, he will get paid $37.8 million his first year, and if all goes well in Houston, by his <laughs> last year, it will be up to $46.8 million. Yes, he averages $42 million a year <laughs> over that contract extension. Christ. $42 million <laughs> a year. I don't usually say the Lord's name in vain, but you know what I mean. Damn. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I mean, how old is he going to be making $40 million a year? Not even 40, like 46, 40. You know, the way the thing is structured. How, right? When is that, 2022? Uh, it goes into effect in uh, 2019, the 2019-20 season. So, so when does it end? After it ends in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That's six years yeah. from now. Like I, I thought it was insane. How old is James Harden? James Harden is. Yeah, no, he's 27 right now. He'll be 28 uh, next month. Okay, so the start of this season, he's 28. So 28. when the contract kicks in, he'll be... 2019 season? He'll be, yeah, beginning of the 2019 season. 2019, 2020? 2020. So, so he'll be 30. He'll be 30. So at, at the start of that contract. At the end of the, the contract, when he's making $46 million, yeah. he'll be like 33. 33, you're right. Chris Bosh is 33 right now. Yeah, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like it starts right now. Jesus, but no, man. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. $46 yeah. million dollars as a 33-year-old yeah. NBA player. Wow. Damn. Kobe didn't even make that money. No. Kobe made 30 at the most. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, another example of uh, the NBA cap. That shit's crazy, man. You know, it's either fucked up one way or fucked up in another way. You used to think that it was all about uh, baseball players. Now mm. you just, you need to be an NBA player. Seriously. Even it's, with the cap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Baseball doesn't even have a salary cap, and they haven't paid their players forty million dollars yet. That's true. Nuts. Who was the Who was the first one that was like getting like a ridiculous car? Was that A Rod? Well, A Rod, yeah, yeah, A Rod was in 07? Yeah, he got like thirty mil. Yeah, it was like which was crazy. It was three hundred mil for ten years, right? Right. Now this the year, Yankees still paying that shit. This right? year, <laughs> it's it's um, Trout and Harper who are up, and they're like, will there be a forty million dollar baseball player? Yeah, yeah, there definitely will be. Now there's a forty million dollar basketball player. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And I think they they purposely did that because they broke it down for every every season for for uh, Harden. Yep. That the first two years are like in the mid thirties. Yep. Which is not that that outrageous, but then like the last two years are in like it's crazy the forties. It's nuts. Like forty six million dollars. That's fucking last ridiculous. The last season of that contract is forty six point eight million. So I, I better not hear anybody say, "Hey, can we trade for Harden?" No. The answer is no. Okay, you do not want that contract. If it has, however good hard it is, you do not want that contract. <laughs> Which goes back to if Sway was here, this is for you. He would have said, "Well, something should have traded for uh, James Harden instead of uh, Jeff Green back in 2010." Well, that's very true. Yeah, that's no, that would be back in 2011. Yeah. yeah, but obviously, Jeff Green got got two million this year. Whatever. James Harden got forty. <laughs> Forty six. Oh, ridiculous. <laughs> This, in case you missed it, is brought to you by CLNS Media CLNS. Network. Make sure you download their mobile app for all sports coverage and cool podcasts, including us, Causeway Street. When you want the best. Make sure you download the CLNS mobile app and follow us on all social media platforms. Check it out. Check it Twitter, out. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat, all at Causeway Street. And uh, for all your off-season coverage, go to CosmicStreetBlog.com. And that is it for In Case You Missed It. Hey! Shawnee D, where can I find you on Twitter? You can find me on at um, Sean Dutra on Twitter. Um, That's S-E-A-N. S-E-A-N-D-U-T-R-A. All together. All together. No spaces, no periods, no commas. Um, I've, been, I've been making fun of a lot of people on Twitter lately. I don't know. Been that been that type of a uh, couple days, right? Just been a weird weird time for me. Normally, yeah. I don't really talk on Twitter that much. This yeah. is game day, but people on, people on vacay and whatnot. Yeah, you know what? I just been Chilling. I just been talking mad shit. So follow me. <laughs> we, we can talk shit together. 
You can follow uh, Joe Sway on Twitter at J O E underscore S W A Y. Oh, so Sway gets a Sway gets a shout out even though he's freaking vacationing. Right yeah, now. that's true. Mr. Vacation him. himself. He is, he, is our, he, been, he is our leader. Has he been off vacation for the past two months? <laughs> he's like on and off. No, he, he's just on vacation every day. I don't think he's worked a day. He's been like everywhere. Honduras for like seven months. And he goes to New Hampshire like five weeks in a row. The fuck? No, he's up in Maine, actually. Oh, well, excuse me. <laughs> Get it right. Jesus, right. Sway. Shut I'm gonna actually going to be on vacation with him next week, though. Well, there you go. Have fun, guys. Yeah. Be safe. No. And uh, shout out to uh, Zach, our capologist. We need you to crunch some numbers. Crunch them. Next week, you follow him on Twitter, and don't tell me nothing about uh, at OTW Sports Radio. Don't tell me, don't tell me. I, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. Well, Danny could have avoided the cap. <laughs> Listen, that's what. That's what. Yeah, he's gonna. He's, he's, he's he has something brewing. I know that. I don't know. He has something brewing to to explain or to try to understand what could have been. Yep. With certain deals. Yeah, and that is it for this episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. And we will talk to you guys real soon. Be safe. Have a happy... Um, What's coming up in this month? There's no fucking holidays left, man. Not That's until it. fucking Labor Day, bro. Until Labor Day. Sway will be on vacation until Labor Day, though. <laughs> and he just broke the mic. <laughs> that means we have to sign off. On that note. Yay. Peace. Later, guys.